Join us now for Health for Life, brought to you by Hamilton Healthcare System. Today, we're talking with Dr. Lee Connor of Hamilton Healthcare System in Dalton. Thank you for joining us today, Dr. Connor. Thank you for having me. Dr. Connor is an infectious disease specialist at Hamilton Physician Group Specialty Care at 1243 Broderick Drive, down the street from Hamilton Medical Center. Hamilton Physician Group Specialty Care houses three physician specialties, infectious disease, pulmonology, and palliative care. Again, thanks for joining us, Dr. Connor. You were here back in September. How have you been doing? Been doing pretty well. Yeah, um, keeping busy. I'll bet you've been busy. Yeah. Bet yeah. you've been busy. We're going to talk about a lot of things today. We're going to talk about COVID-19. Absolutely. And uh, when you and I were talking back in September, we were talking about flu seasons on the way. And here we are now in flu season, so we can talk about that too. Uh, the active case numbers have been going up when it comes to COVID-19. How is Hamilton Medical Center prepared for this? Yeah, you're absolutely right. You know, the numbers are increasing. You know, we saw a big uptick in July, and we're seeing that same sort of trend this time around. So Hamilton Medical Center has implemented a bunch of different protocols in order to help mitigate the spread and keep the medical center as safe as possible. We've limited the amount of visitors uh, at a patient's room, which is different than what we had done in the past. You know, we had no visitors. I think mm -hmm. when we talked last time, now we're starting to have certain time periods where visitors are allowed to come in and, and see their family members. Um, obviously, this would be for the folks that don't have a family member there with COVID-19, as we wouldn't want anyone to spread that well, in the hospital. Course. But we've been uh, spacing chairs out in some of the uh, waiting areas. Mm -hmm. We've had a lot of hand hygiene stations through out the medical center. The so hand that, hygiene stations, are those like the Perel or whatever? What, is that what it's called, Perel? Yeah, yeah, yeah. depending on the brand, but yeah, it's okay. an alcohol-based alcohol scrub okay. um, that should deactivate the virus right. uh, on your hands in the absence of soap and water, so that's an easy thing to do. We've done some enhanced cleaning techniques, especially um, in those high-touch areas, you know, elevator buttons and all that right. stuff where, you know, people are going to be potentially picking up germs, so we're, we're trying to keep everything as clean as possible. Yeah, and in the rooms, there's telephones. I'm sure those are cleaned well, remote controls, you know, Oh yeah, uh, things like that. We keep our environmental service uh, very busy cleaning I'll up bet. everything. <laughs> I'll, I'll bet. Now, let me ask you, before we go much further, uh, we had, uh, when this came about, what was that, in, in January, February, March, something like that? Yeah, March, the maybe? States, about February, March, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I think and, the first case is back in uh, November out of China. So. so about a year. And then we had an, uh, an upswing in June. June, July, yeah, that's when it really started to um, be that second wave that people were talking about. Yeah, and now we've got it again. Yep. Now, so it's up and down. What is causing it to come back? I think there's a couple factors. You know, people are probably a little fatigued, as you mentioned. You know, this has been ongoing for almost an entire year. And, you know, that stress and fatigue of wearing your mask, staying vigilant, washing your hands. Do you think it's wearing off? you think people aren't washing their hands as much as they should or aren't wearing or their mask? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think um, there's a little bit of fatigue to that, given how long this has dragged on. And, um, you know, this is the winter times. You know, it's starting to get cold out. And so people like to congregate inside. And that is a, you know, a prime time for this virus to pass yes. itself on to another individual is those closed spaces as we try to stay indoors and keep warm. I got you. Okay. Now you're an infectious disease specialist and there's a lot of things we want to talk about when it comes to COVID-19 and the flu. We want to Absolutely. talk about the flu too, but uh, the masks, that is very controversial right now. A lot of people are talking, should they wear a mask? Do they have to wear a mask? Why do I have to wear a mask? Uh, you know, a lot of governments are regulating that you have to wear a mask. How important is a mask? I think it's probably one of the most important things you can do to keep yourself and your family members safe. Uh, there's a lot of good data 
that the individual, if they have COVID-19, who wears a mask is less likely to put those particles into the air. So that's less of an opportunity for someone else to get infected. So that's someone who is infected, Mm -hmm. not getting someone else sick. Now, what about me wearing the mask? How important is that if I don't have COVID-19? Yeah, there's actually some new studies that have come out that kind of reaffirm that it's a a great idea for someone who doesn't have COVID-19 to continue to wear a mask because it can prevent that individual from from catching COVID-19. It's probably the most important thing we can do. Also, hand hygiene is is right up there with it. You know, that's so hard. It's so hard because you touch doorknobs and, Mm -hmm. you know, you still still want to shake hands when you see someone. And, uh, you know, and then you touch your face. You're absolutely right. You know, elevator buttons, doorknobs, you know, surfaces, countertops, you know, you just come into contact with whoever has touched that in the past and you don't know if they're a carrier or, or what. So, and then if you touch your eyes, your face, you know, it gets close to where this virus can infect you. And then, you know, unfortunately, some people have come down with COVID-19 from those routes. So well, now let me ask you this question. Because you mentioned if you're a carrier, can you not have the disease, but, but can you carry it with you, like on you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, when you uh, when you have the disease and you're asymptomatic, where you don't know that you have the disease, mm-hmm. you know, there's definitely a, a decent time period in there of several days, up to ten days, where you can be shedding the virus and your you know respiratory secretions when you're talking to people that can be on your hands. And you're not even sick. And you're not even sick. Yeah, most so you of have the, no way of knowing. Yeah, most of the cases are like that. You know, either very mild symptoms or completely asymptomatic but knowing who's going to be that is is a question and some people get very very ill and ultimately succumb to it so it's very just gotta keep up the the vigilance now what about listeners that are listening now that maybe they have a, a routine screening scheduled or a non-covid 19 health issue that they need to deal with what do they need to do before they go to the doctor to get ready to go to the doctor in this COVID-19 era. Yeah, in this sort of new way of operating, I'd like to emphasize that if you have medical problems and you need medical care, you absolutely need to go and see your doctor, get checked out. You know, this is probably going to be with us for a while, so I wouldn't let your health be in jeopardy. Mm -hmm. You know, if you have diabetes, high blood pressure, continue to take those medicines, see your regular doctor and follow up with them. Before you go in there, obviously, you want to make sure that you're healthy and not going to transmit anything. So being aware of any symptoms you might have like cough or fevers. And then if you've been exposed to anybody with COVID-19 recently to let your doctor's office know beforehand, they'll probably reach out anyhow to to screen you for symptoms. But if both parties are involved, I think it's safer for everybody. Yeah, I'm sure that you're right. Okay. Sounds great. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, let's talk about what steps we all can do to stay healthy. Be right back on Health for Life. If you're in need of medical care, don't delay. Your health won't wait. Hamilton Medical Center is ready to care for you. We are following CDC guidelines. Patients and guests are screened for COVID-19 symptoms. Those who are suspected to have the virus are treated in a separate area. Plus, Hamilton's high-powered UV light robots eliminate 99.9% of bacteria and viruses on surfaces. Please do not delay medical care. Your health won't wait. As always, Hamilton is here for you. Welcome back to Health for Life. Today, talking with Dr. Lee Connor, infectious disease specialist at Hamilton Physician Group Specialty Care. Dr. Connor, the holidays are here. Thanksgiving this week. Thanksgiving's coming up Thursday. What are some of the specific things that we need to do to protect ourselves and others from this virus when our families get together for Thanksgiving? Yeah, this, I think, is going to be very difficult for a lot of folks. You know, like you said, Thanksgiving's right around the corner. Christmas is up next. People enjoy hanging out with their families. Uh, I think the best way to keep everybody safe is to really try to limit the amount of people that you are congregating with. And that just limits your potential exposure to COVID-19. So I think 
this holiday season might be a little different. And I think people should probably try to limit, you know, the family members that they interact with, maybe try to do, you know, some video conferencing, um, you know, like a tele Thanksgiving sort Mm -hmm. of thing to do, because you go into a a gathering with young and old people and you would, you know, hate to pass something like COVID-19 on to one of your family members and them get particularly ill. So I think if you can limit the gatherings, I think that's the best thing you can do. If you're still going to gather, you know, masking, Maybe hold some festivities outside uh, if you can, because that seems to lessen the spread of of COVID-19. And then being really vigilant about hand hygiene with all your family members. Oh, my goodness. It's such a shame because the holidays are so important. Thanksgiving, uh, the busiest travel day of the year, people getting in for Thanksgiving and they want to go visit. A lot of times they can't make it for Christmas, too. So Thanksgiving is a big deal. And just to cut that down, I've heard some people saying, you really don't need any anybody else except your immediate family. Yeah, I think that's probably the safest thing to do. And, uh, you know, I think it'll be challenging. You know, people love the holiday. You know, this is probably my wife's favorite holiday. Mm-hmm. So um, it's it's going to be a change. But, you know, you'd hate to get one of your family members sick and then something, you know, bad happened to them. So I think it's just putting everyone's health sort of above this particular holiday. Now, what, in your opinion... What do we do if we're asked to quarantine due to an exposure of COVID-19? Quarantining is is very important when you're told that your exposure um, carries some real risk of infection. So this virus can incubate in somebody for about 14 days. So I would encourage people to stay at home during that 14-day period. Just essential travel, like if you needed to go to a medical office for a visit or maybe your health was taking a turn for the worst and, you know, go out and, and seek treatment. But to really just remain indoors by Mm -hmm. yourself with a mask on cleaning these surfaces you know especially if someone lives with you maybe you know really try to mitigate your risk of of passing along to a family member and this is passed this is passed along usually by through the air through the air and then also touching one another yep yep so touching you know if you're in the kitchen sneezing coughing if you're making food in the kitchen you're touching the counters you know tools and then someone comes behind you and uses them you know it's uh so really just cleaning as much as you can try to hold up in a room by yourself so that that air is not shared yeah i understand covid19 what if uh uh you know we've been around somebody with covid19 or maybe we haven't or maybe we've been around somebody uh who has been around somebody with it and they're carrying it what are some of the signs we should be looking for in these days of covid19 some signs of COVID-19, you know, it, it definitely is a wide spectrum, and I've seen a lot of folks present in very uh, different manners, but it seems like probably the more common symptoms seem to be fevers, cough, shortness of breath, um, a lot of fatigue, muscle pains, um, really just a lot of general malaise or just not feeling well. I think those are kind of your big top symptoms to look out for. And if you had those and a potential exposure, uh, you know, I'd encourage you to go get tested. Now, these sound like some of the symptoms of the flu oh yeah there's a fever ton, and you know fatigue and ton of overlap there yeah uh, a lot of these respiratory viruses have a lot of the same symptoms so you know flu season is here uh, hopefully everyone's gotten their flu shot if not you know there's a lot of hamilton um, convenient cares out there that do have flu shots mm-hmm. but you know those symptoms are very similar you know flu is a lot of headache fevers and cough along with muscle aches so there's a lot of overlap there, and, and and that might be another reason to get tested is, you know, they can test you for the flu or COVID-19 and treat you appropriately because the treatment is a little bit different. I understand. Now, uh, what about the listeners that we have now that think that they may have COVID-19 or they're concerned about that? Uh, should they seek medical attention for these symptoms that you've talked about, like they have muscle aches or 
headaches and fever, it, that's time to go to the doctor. Yeah, yeah. I would encourage anybody who thinks that, you know, their symptoms warrant a medical visit to, you know, reach out for that that support, you know, and, and let the clinic know before you get there so that they know that you have symptoms that may be consistent with COVID-19 and that they can take the, the precautions that they need to protect themselves and other patients mm-hmm. while they test you or treat you in a, any other means possible. So you really should seek medical help if you're having those symptoms and, and it's concerning to you. Well, you, we talked earlier about how the flu and COVID-19 the symptoms are very similar. Um, being an infectious disease specialist, is there a lot of difference between COVID-19 and the flu? When you look at the viruses, they are pretty different at a genetic and molecular level. One good thing about testing for both is that, you know, if you do have the flu, we can get you started on Tamiflu and that can shorten the duration of symptoms and improve outcomes. And then if you test positive for COVID-19, then, you know, Maybe your provider might think steroids would be appropriate for you or some other treatment modality. So even though they're similar, we'd probably test you for both if you were coming in, and then um, that would impact how we take care of you going well, down the line. Do you get? Uh, have you seen many people with the flu and COVID nineteen both? I've yet to see both. Um, good, which is good. You know, flu season has just started to ramp up, though it it seems that some of the masking and other precautions people are taking with COVID nineteen have have lessened the amount of cases of flu that we've seen, right. you know, normally at this point. So I think hopefully this flu season will be a little lighter with people masking and doing all the other hygiene things that we're, we're trying to encourage. You know, it's great having you on the week of Thanksgiving because a lot of families will be getting together. And it's great information that you're sharing with us. And we're going to take a quick break. When we come back to Health for Life, we're going to talk about our region's numbers and how they're looking right now. We'll be right back. If you're in need of medical care, don't delay. Your health won't wait. Hamilton Medical Center is ready to care for you. We are following CDC guidelines. Patients and guests are screened for COVID-19 symptoms. Those who are suspected to have the virus are treated in a separate area. Plus, Hamilton's high-powered UV light robots eliminate 99.9% of bacteria and viruses on surfaces. Please do not delay medical care. Your health won't wait. As always, Hamilton is here for you. Welcome back to Health for Life today, talking with Dr. Lee Connor, infectious disease specialist, Hamilton Physician Group Specialty Care. You know, Dr. Connor, I've heard a whole lot of news about these active case numbers and how they're going up. Is is this true for our area? Are we seeing more COVID-19? Yeah, we're definitely seeing a lot of COVID-19 across the country. Um but in, in certain states in particular, especially Georgia, and unfortunately, Whitfield County seems to be the number one if you look at the new uh, numbers for cases per 100,000. So mm-hmm. the numbers are, are climbing pretty rapidly. And with more folks with COVID-19, that's more potential for, for spread. So right now is the time to take it most seriously. Now, with all the people wearing masks and washing their hands and, and everything, why do you think it's going up? Why do you think it's up and down and where where it's going up now? People are wearing masks, probably not enough. So I think we really need Is to Is it like we that. talked earlier in the show that's just the fatigue of doing that? Yeah, I think that's probably one of the ways you see this sort of spike then go away. And then, you know, with the wintertime, people getting in groups inside, that's a that's a pretty high-risk exposure. Well, um, I was going to ask you about that. And as we go into wintertime uh, at the end of December, what do you think it's going to be like in the wintertime? Do you think it's going to continue to go up, or do you think maybe it'll, it'll level off? What's your thoughts? Yeah, I think I think we're probably going to see this sort of ebb and flow. Um, with the holidays, it makes me nervous that, you know, 
more people are going to be exposed and come down with it. So I think in the immediate future, I think we're going to start or continue to see it increasing throughout these winter months. But it may decrease once people start masking back up again and, and being a little more vigilant. But, um, you know, I think you're going to see a little bit of ebb and flow, but a, a big uptick probably after the holidays would be my suspicion. I heard at the middle of last week they were talking about uh, this vaccine being 95% effective. Yeah, yeah. Uh, how much longer do you think it's going to be before we get that? I know I know they're getting ready to, to release it to the public. Mm-hmm. Uh, how much longer do you think it's going to be before we get it? And with that vaccine... Do you think that's going to be a miracle cure? Looking at the the studies, you know, from Pfizer and Moderna, you know, they're claiming some very excellent numbers and immunity that they can get from from that vaccine. So I think this is probably one of the, the best things for us, the best news we've heard in a, probably a while. You know, the vaccine really excites me because, you know, preventing the infection is the best way to go about treating this and probably the best way to get us back to some sort of normalcy. I hope so. If the numbers are as, as great for Whitfield County, for our areas we're talking about, it would be wonderful if we got that just as quick as possible. Yeah. Uh, look, we're going to take a break. I want to talk about flu shots. Yes. I want to talk about flu shots. We're going to talk Absolutely. about the flu next here on Health for Life. If you're in need of medical care, don't delay. Your health won't wait. Hamilton Medical Center is ready to care for you. We are following CDC guidelines. Patients and guests are screened for COVID-19 symptoms. Those who are suspected to have the virus are treated in a separate area. Plus, Hamilton's high-powered UV light robots eliminate 99.9% of bacteria and viruses on surfaces. Please do not delay medical care. Your health won't wait. As always, Hamilton is here for you. Welcome back to Health for Life. A lot of great information today from Dr. Lee Connor, infectious disease specialist at the Hamilton Physician Group Specialty Care. Want to talk about flu shots. We talked about flu shots when you're here in September. Are they still as important? Absolutely. You know, the flu definitely, you know, kills a lot of Americans each year and we have a really great uh, vaccine program to prevent infection. And so uh, we have good supplies of flu vaccines and I would encourage everyone to go out and get one. The flu does cause people to be hospitalized or ultimately succumb to it. So, you know, it's very sad and something that can be prevented. So, you know, I really encourage folks get to get that flu shot. Get that flu shot. The flu in that flu shot is, is killed off. So it can't give you the flu. You know, that's a common misconception. No, no reason not to, I guess, in my mind. That's right. And on these days of COVID-19, that's what's on everybody's mind. The flu is still out there. Yep, yep. And, you know, who knows what the flu and COVID-19 at the same time is going to do to you. So, you know, if you can prevent something, I'm on board for that. Now, what is a COVID-19 long hauler? I'm not familiar with that. Yeah, yeah. It seems like uh, for a certain portion of people that do have symptoms with COVID-19, it seems that some of them continue to have these symptoms for for quite some time afterwards. I've seen people continue to have cough or shortness of breath for weeks and weeks afterwards. And so there's this subset of folks that just seems to have a a terrible time of getting over this thing. And, and, you know, it can be there for weeks at a time. And then other folks, it doesn't take that long. Yeah. Yeah. And then some people, you know, don't have any symptoms and get over it quick. And, you know, like we said earlier, there's a huge spectrum to this disease and the symptoms and for how long. And so, um, yeah, but there is a subset of, of, of folks that tend to just have a lot of trouble afterwards with it. A whole lot of information today on Health for Life. Dr. Connor, thank you so much. Just want to remind folks one more time, what are some things that we can do to keep our family and friends safe and ourselves during this Thanksgiving holiday? 
Yeah, definitely in these times, really just keeping any gatherings to your, you know, very immediate family, you know, probably under 10, trying to just minimize the amount of folks you come into contact with, like you said, to protect yourself, but to protect some of our frailer family members, hate for them to to come down with with COVID-19 during these, you know, happy times um, with the holidays being right around the corner. So keeping those gatherings to a minimum and masking when you're you're together and maybe holding events outside if the weather's, you know, going to play along with us and the hand hygiene, making sure you clean high-touch surfaces, common utensils, doorknobs, and just washing your hands. Soap and water is very effective, but also those alcohol rubs are also just as good. So take every opportunity to do those small steps to to keep you and your loved ones safe. Yeah. Thank you so much. I'm I'm glad you're here. Dr. Lee Connor, it was great having you on the show. Dr. Lee Connor is an infectious disease specialist at Hamilton Physician Group Specialty Care. For more information or an appointment at Hamilton Physician Group Specialty Care, call this number, 706-529-3072, 706-529-3072, or visit hamiltonhealth.com slash specialty care. Join us on a journey to better health, health for life. Simply put, that is why Hamilton Medical Center is here. From primary care and specialty care practices near you, an accredited chest pain center, a certified joint replacement program, a new children's institute, cancer institute, endoscopy center, and more. Hamilton is here for you and your family. Learn more at HamiltonHealth.com. Hamilton Health Care System, health for life. Thank you for listening to Health for Life, a presentation of Hamilton Healthcare System.